You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of August 1st, 2021. This is episode 196. Four away. From that getting closer city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And straight out of 9226, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are continuing the continuance of the mini series we're doing. Uh, last episode, we talked about getting out of town of Bellingham into what's going on in Whatcom County. Uh, we got some more towns that are around bordering uh, nearby Bellingham. Stuff to do, places to go, people to see, and things to listen to, especially the Bellingham podcast. Ooh, that was real slick. How you doing, Chris? Like oil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks, AJ. Uh, we are actually uh, continuing the recording. We just wanted to bust it up into two parts. Uh, I'm doing just as great as I was in the previous episode a few minutes ago. Yeah, but everybody else, it's been a week. For us, it's been like 15 minutes. Oh, well, in that case, gosh, what a week it's been. Holy smokes. Did I tell you about this one? No, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're picking up right where we left off in the last episode, you know, 15 minutes ago. But uh, this is our Wacom Wanderings, where we're going to, basically, you're starting out here at the city by the Salish Sea, but we're looking at the huge landmass that this city is part of, which is Whatcom County. And let's let's revisit that scenario that we've said for all of the uh, episodes in this mini-series about welcome back to Bellingham or what to do to get out. You're in town on business or attending a conference or are visiting family and friends. You've heard lots of good things about the city by the Salish Sea, but now you want to see what Whatcom has to offer. Now what? So, for so the what, sixth, Chris? So what, indeed. Uh, we've already talked about Blaine and Semiamu and Birch Bay. Uh, let's go a little bit... Uh, let's go a little bit east, if you will. East 542 State Route, if you will, into the town uh, that Wiley Coyote approves called Acme. So, yeah, so on 542, which is also known as the Mount Baker Highway, um, there's, a, there's an offshoot, and I can't think of what that crossroad is. Uh, Acme, no, you, you heard me right. Acme as in the anvils, as in Wiley Coyote chasing Roadrunner. There is a town called Acme. It's near Van Zandt. Not to be confused with the band Van Zandt. <laughs> Not at all. But uh, Acme, it's, so this is a place where, uh, for, for locals, when it's the, this heat that we've been in, there is a river that um, a lo- runs, uh, I guess, bisects this area. A river the, runs through it, perhaps? A river runs through it, called the Nooksack. Okay, again, another indigenous name to the Nooksack tribe of this area. And so the Nooksack River, um, Acme in this area, you'll find a lot of locals that will set in tubes and you will tube from Acme down to uh, a landing spot. And I can't think of where it is, Um, but that's if you're if you're looking, if you're the adventurous type and you love tubing and you have a friend that's going to pick you up uh, on the end of this (laughs) at that spot, you can tube the Nooksack and you'll 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 start from from Acme area. Um, There's also you might be hungry. And so there's a diner out there that is to die for. Um, you'll also notice that there's also a- Acme ice cream. I'm throwing this all out because if you're a, if you're a Looney Tunes fan, okay, there's a lot of Acme out there. I'm, I'm envisioning the big old uh, explosive press uh, push button TNT. press. Yeah, that would TNT be great thing. To yeah. have it out there. Well, the Acme ice cream is also uh, in many uh, supermarkets and, Here locally. And, and ice creameries around Bellingham and Fairhaven uh, as well. But anyway, c- yep. continuing on. So in that same area uh, of Acme, you'll also find out that there is the Lake Whatcom Railway. Uh, so the Lake Whatcom Railway is a, is a society where they have old steam engines, uh, trains, and you can actually, uh, for COVID, they've been, they've been shut down from what I understand. And uh, it looks like, because they have a team of volunteers that are going out to the railway, because they actually own this section of railway um, out in this area, 
And what's cool is there's a team of volunteers that are going out there. I've got a link in the show notes. And for the love of all steam and engines, and for the love of Doc Brown, who turned a Mr. Fusion into a big old train engine, drink. There, there's a link to Facebook because that's where they, they do a lot of their, their connecting. Um, Facebook.com slash Lake Whatcom Railway. And you can actually see videos from these volunteer crews that are going out and clearing these old railways so that these old steam engines can do their tours. Hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing in the October and December time frame where you do the pumpkin the pumpkin patch tour or the, the Santa Claus on a train tour. What's cool, Chris, I took my little one on this. Yes. He was just, I mean, very, very little. And the, the story that I remember is the, the train and the, the car that we were on, this train car was built the same year th- of the Titanic. And unfortunately, the Titanic sank. But this train car, like, is that from that same era? Which means it's pretty rough around the edges, folks. Like, in even the winter, it can be pretty drafty and cold because this is that era of uh, train travel. So layer up as well. Layer up, depending on season, you know. But it's a really cool experience, and it's it's pretty it's novel, and it's it's relatively uh, affordable. So take a look at those two if you're in the Acme area. And in the Acme area, which is off of Mount Baker Highway, well, what if you just kept on going? So up on Mount Baker, that's going to be the the end of the that's end the of end the, of the road. road, Chris. Exactly. What's up on Mount Baker, uh, Captain Get Out? So oh yeah, this is Captain Get Out approved. So Mount Baker, the and I, I I'm throwing this out there for all the plethora of people who hit me up about um, trekking, uh, especially if you're new to the area and you've 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 heard about mount baker or uh, comacolchen again that's the indigenous name that you'll find uh, mount baker's original name and so when you go on 542 the very end is artist point um, that's where you can get out and there's some uh, some treks around the area however i'm going to give you insider secrets okay especially if you have family uh, or little ones and you want to get them out because this is captain get out approve here's the ones in order of friendliness to mountain goatiness uh, as Chris Powell might throw out. <laughs> it's a hike. It's a hike. So when you head out towards uh, Mount Baker and you're heading towards Artist Point, before you get to Artist Point on the right-hand side, you'll, and by the way, like this Artist Point is the uh, the furthest that you can go. At the time of this recording, it's still snowed in, folks. So you can't even get up to Artist Point unless you're going to intend on snowshoeing. Okay, keep that in the back of your mind. There's still snow on the mountains. So Bagley Lake um, is uh, one of the, the last turn that you will get before you take the road up to Artist Point. And Bagley Lake is super kiddo and family friendly. How kiddo friendly? You know, if you have a kiddo that can do at least a mile or so in a loop and, uh, you know, they're, they're adventurous and um, they have the stamina for it. You know, Bagley Lake, my kid has been doing since he was three. You know, this is, this is a really nice, easy um, la- uh, lake loop. Um, but it is still adventurous. I mean, if you have bad knees, you may want to check on this. You know, this is a trail hike, but it's super easy and accessible. The other one is Chain Lakes, which goes from Bagley Lake, and there are other lakes that adjoin it. And that's the longer loop. This is what I call your big kid adventure. Um, I can't remember how many miles off the top of my head. But if you have a bigger kid and you want to do a family-friendly loop in that same area, Chain Lakes is where it's going to be. And then... Um, I'm going to throw out Table Mountain, and I mentioned this one a few episodes back. Table Mountain is up at the top where Artist Point is, and it's a flat top mountain, like Close Encounters of the Third Kind or whatever that film was. You know, it's a table-topped mountain. It's, it's, it's a square mountain. And this is one that I will throw out may not be good for some kids um, of the toddling era or for people who are afraid of heights. 
when we were up there, my kiddo and I, he was, he was four. And, you know, again, I have a mountain, baby mountain coat in training. So we were going up table and taking every safety precaution that every hiker would with a little. But there were, you know, college students who, you know, this, there is no guardrails. You're going up a mountain and ha- you're exposed. Like you see down a mountain. So if you are tr- timid about heights, Table Mountain's not going to be for you. My, my little one actually went up to this young lady who was just mortified and, and uh, her boyfriend was trying to help her get back down off the mountain. And my, my kid was super trying to like, it's okay, you can do it. You know, he's being real encouraging. That's um, really cool to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I just want to throw that out because like, if you are squeamish of heights, Table Mountain not, might not be for you, but it's, it's a great hike. Um, and you get some, uh, quite a bit of elevation to take a look at our North Cascades. And then last but not least is uh, Twin Lakes, which is also the base of Winchester Mountain, one of my favorites. And that's what I call your beginner uh, uh, mountain goading. I think the summit uh, where there is a fire watch tower, and you can read the Analog Explorer about some, some of the, the history of, of that, uh, that fire watch tower up there. The, um, this is where I, th- I think the summit's like 6,200 feet. So you get quite a bit of elevation up there, but that's your beginning hike, yes. as Chris might say. So that's my roundup of uh, Mount Baker area for those that are in the area that want to do some trekking. Question for you, AJ, uh, since I don't know much about Mount Baker, do they have cell phone reception up at the top of Mount Baker? Uh, well, they, there's some now. They have wireless? Um, yeah, you can get some wireless. Well, there's no excuse for them to not be listening to us on 102.3 FM KMRE then. Yeah, you might be listening on KMRE.org. Now, bear in mind, it ain't going to be no LTE or 5G or 8G or 25G, but... You know, OG, it's really high OG, it there. might be a little slow, but yeah, you can get some service up there. Or else just download it from your podcast app, app of choice, choice and get up there and, and listen Hi. to us. It would be nice to hear ourselves at 6200 feet i wonder what that would sound like a whole lot of echo all right moving <laughs> moving on let's let's go let's go uh elsewhere on uh, in this ca- whatcom county right so dovetailing into mount baker so again our show is really focused on the i-5 right you, chris you and i have hit the stops on i-5 over the years and stuff but with whatcom wandering this episode we're really stretching out where whatcom goes so for folks to if you're looking at a map and again chris and i are not cartographers but if we were but we do it a heck of a lot better so if you look at whatcom county you're looking at point roberts which is the small part of uh america that actually it's kind of part of canada but it's in american it's really confusing even for us american exactly you have to go through the border twice um it goes from point roberts all the way over to the okanagan that is for folks that are not part of this area mount baker is literally the middle of whatcom county you have the North Cascade, which will get you into uh, Ross Lake, Diablo, New Halem. We'll get to that in a second. All the way to the Okanagan, which is part of the rainforest. And then, and then it kind of gets cut off. But for doing so, I wanted to go east because a lot of the time we focus north to south. And I wanted to uh, address the eastern side of Whatcom County. Can you see me making the gang signs with E? No, I'm not very good at gang no, signs. No. no. But anyway, let's go east, young man. Yes. So, th- thank you, old man. So, like... With, uh, with Mount Baker going east from there, you have what's uh, referred to as um, the North Cascades, okay? And the North Cascades stretches a lot farther than Whatcom County. Matter of fact, you have to dip into Skagit County to come back up. But there is this really cool loop that is historic, and it's called the Highway 20 or the North Cascades Highway or as all the marketing signs will show you, the Cascade Loop. Well, that's a great marketing tool. Let's call it a Cascade Loop. Now, obviously the loop dips into Skagit, so I'm I'm cheating a little bit here, but the two spots that I wanna point out um, east of Mount Baker, when you dip into Skagit and you come back up, is New Halem 
at New Halem to Ross Lake. Now, this area, if you're an aficionado of history, um, you'll like this area because Seattle City Light. Um, this is where our hydroelectric power comes from. So if you have a kiddo like myself and you want to teach about uh, green energy, what better way than to bring your kid to the dams? Okay. What a great idea for a field trip for those who homeschool. Exactly. Uh, and you want to be in the great outdoors. New Halem and Diablo are going to be your first stop on this uh, North Cascades Loop. And uh, New Halem, basically, there's a, uh, there's a park up there that is owned by Seattle City Light. And from there, you can you also are starting into uh, the, 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 the North Cascades Wilderness. So you, there's an interpretive center. With COVID, there's quite a line. I will throw that out. Um, but you'll be able to experience both the great outdoors as well as the history of hydroelectric, uh, hydroelectricity here in Washington state. There's uh, an experience center owned by Seattle city light. There's, um, a whole bunch of trails and stuff that talk about the, the local, uh, flora and fauna, uh, the trail of cedars, which, which has a beautiful, I prefer the fauna bridge. personally. <laughs> I'm an, I'm, I'm a fauna, uh, you're a fauna, a fawn, a, a fauna fan. Let's I keep, tried. let's not get the explicit tag. Let's keep it clean. So that's, that's in New Halem. Now, as you continue between New Halem and Ross Lake and in between is Diablo Lake, but the Diablo area, um, this is what's great about the Pacific Northwest. We have what's called the North Cascades Institute. Um, and the North Cascades Institute is a place where you can sign up for, um, getting uh, uh, experience in the outdoors and getting trained in the outdoors. Um, a lot of universities partner with the North Cascades Institute um, for, you know, a, a various a multitude of things. It's not just about trekking. It's also about uh, e ecology, environmentalism, et cetera. But also you can sign up as a family to do um, like identification of paw prints in the sand and stuff. It's a really cool institute. Um, you can just go there as well. And there's also part, a uh, part of this, which is, um, dovetails into again, Seattle city light, which is called Skagit tours. Diablo has a, a, a ferry that you can take and they take you around Diablo Lake. Um, so again, there's a lot of things up there that are just literally the same time and distance. It takes from Bellingham folk to go to Mount Baker. You can do the same thing and go from Bellingham to Diablo. It's about the same time. Uh, so again, that gets you on the east side of Mount Baker. Now, at the time of this recording, I will throw out at mile marker 150 on the North Cascades Highway 20. You're getting it, specific now. Yes, I am because it's, it's important uh, uh, because of what's going on. Um, there are a lot of fires. You, everybody's probably heard about the, the Pacific Northwest. We are under fire, as it were, um, from Oregon all the way up to our neck of the woods. I was just recently out there at the time of this recording. At 150, it is cut off from uh, mile marker 150 before Ross Lake all the way to Winthrop because of our fires. So just be careful if you are planning on doing the full loop, you cannot at the time of this recording. So we've covered a great amount of uh, things to do outside of Bellingham in this large landmass that is Whatcom County, but there's one other place that uh, I want to at least make mention of, uh, not just for a place to go and see and experience, but also for events coming up in this month of August. Yeah. Now, last episode, we talked about uh, some events coming up in Blaine, some events coming up uh, in, Bellingham. In, in Bellingham, Birch Bay, et cetera, et cetera. There's a town north of Bellingham, one of those border towns we talked about last episode called Linden. And Linden is uh, on the Guide Meridian, which is another state route, I believe, that you just got to black 
blast through Bellingham and a couple roundabouts, or pro tip, take the Hannigan Road. Oh, Hannigan Highway. Oh, it's so peaceful. It's one of my favorite happy places to go driving. Uh, the town of Linden is really tucked in uh, in the you know upper actually, uh, upper ventricle of Whatcom County. I don't know what, where I'm going with that, but there's a couple places in Linden that you may want to be aware of. And the first one for families, and I'm specifically targeting those high energy kiddos out there that really love playgrounds. There is there is a Million Smiles Playground Park, and oh boy, lots of smiles. This is an extensive playground. You've seen some in, in some areas where it's kind of like a slide and maybe a couple swings and maybe a, you know, a little spinny around, uh, whatchamacallit. This is this is the business when it comes to uh, playground. If, if I could dovetail into this. Dovetail away. If you're used to, say, at the granary, in our Waypoint Park that we've reported on before, there is a park there with a couple of logs and a slide. What Chris is describing is not that. When he says it's the business, think a playville. There you go. That that can work. And you know, if you if you go to a small hole in the wall restaurant, put, put think of Costco size. I mean, it's it's huge. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it is. Million Smiles City Park. Uh, is Million Smiles Playground Park in Linden is a, definitely a family-friendly locale uh, destination to go to. Plus, there's a whole lot of trails in Linden. There is. Nicely manicured, uh, you know, hi, Linden, uh, as far as where you could go walking around should you have pets. Here's a great way to take your uh, dog, uh, in this case. Uh, I'll use that for an example. On a, on a long walk, plenty of miles of such. But also, in the month of August, as I mentioned briefly last episode, uh, the Northwest Washington Fair is in uh, full effect now as we're defrosting from COVID in Linden. They are going to be hosting it from August 12th through the 21st. It's usually uh, nine or 10 days of pure awesomeness where everyone gets to show off their new hairstyles, at least the school-age kiddos, uh, or, or perhaps any suntans that they might have ac uh, acquired from the, the summer family activities. The cool part about the Linden Fair, other than my one thing that I always get. I know. You know, because we've done I, this for five years. I know. For those of you who aren't aware, Chris Powell specifically approves of the turkey leg that looks like a Captain Caveman club uh, for about for for my meal mm -hmm. that I that I eat. You're you're rolling your eyes with me. Oh Why no! Four out of five Viking hoarders agree with this meal. Yeah, I'm Italian. Anyway, oh, <laughs> who cares about Vikings? They're in Minnesota. Um, but part of the linen fair is the live performances that occur on the grandstand, main stage, whatever have you. Um, coming up, you know, they usually have a theme night in a lot of them. One is for a rodeo. They'll have the PRCA rodeo coming up. Yep. And then they'll probably have uh, the the wonderful uh, demolition derby for all those who like to break stuff. Crunch, crunch, crunch. The, that too. They're going to have a demo derby. They always have a, a country music artist. And in this case, they're going to be doing Old Dominion, which uh, is obviously a three-time ACM and CMA vocal group of the year, if you didn't know country music like I know country music. And then they're going to have like a pop artist. Uh, this time they got Nelly. Uh, they also have an America's Got Talent uh, winner for Darcy Lynn. Uh, my lips are sealed, evidently. You're the music aficionado. I'm just bobbleheading on this one. It's, you got it. it. Yep. Her lips are sealed in this case, uh, uh, but the but the one that I always have tuned into for the Linden Northwest Washington Fair is the Rock Show, and boy, do they have a Rock Show right now. It's called Rock Fest. Uh, Lou Graham, singer of Foreigner, Asia, Hell's Bells, which 
now we're going to keep it clean, but Hell's Bells is, I've, I've been a fan of this group for quite some time, back when I had a different hair color. Hell's Bells is, a, is an all-female ACDC tribute band. Oh, rad. And the guitarist is, I'm gonna, I want to keep it clean and not get the explicit tag, very accurate <laughs> to what Angus Young plays. Okay. The singer, you know, they sing pretty high in the ACDC land. Oh, yeah. Their singer nails it. Oh, rad. I'm a fan. Uh, there's also Barracuda, which is, yes, a heart tribute band, which is uh, awesome as well. And uh, Stone in Love, which is a journey tribute band. Guess what, folks? You got five bands coming at you for the rock show at the Linden uh, Fair on August 14th. God help us. It's going to be a wonderful time. I actually might be uh, wanting to check that out in mid-August. And that is your musical update <laughs> from your music aficionado from the unofficial music aficionado desk at the Bellingham Podcast. Oh, good gravy. Stop it. Just <laughs> just, just stop it. Anyway, Linden is a great town. Uh, we just want to give you a couple ideas in the month of August of how you can partake in some of the activities that are going on. Uh, just, you know, in your web browser, DuckDuckGo, Northwest Washington Fair, because we don't do Google around here. Uh, and you'll get more information about ticket prices and uh, turkey legs and where you can locate that. <laughs> turkey leg. Is there an app for that, Chris? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm in developing one in process. <laughs> Let's talk about quality assurance. Ah, quality assurance. This is my favorite part of every episode where these picks are picked for you by AJ Barce and Chris Powell for your quality assurance. And so instead of coming up with uh, some kind of product, we're going to revisit the secret weapon yep. that we've done for this uh, mini series. And uh, AJ Barce, my dear friend and podcast partner in crime, where is one place outside of Bellingham within the county of Whatcom that you enjoy going to? So uh, there's if, if people are listening, they're just like, wow, these guys are bouncing around, but they haven't mentioned Ferndale. Rest assured, we didn't forget about Ferndale. Yeah, we Ferndale. have one spot in Ferndale that we'll recommend. So in Ferndale, there is, so there's Hovander Park, and then there is Tenet Lake, in, uh, Tenet Lake Fragrance Garden and Outdoor Interpretive Center, for lack of better terms. And the reason why I want to throw these ones out, of course, they're Captain Get Out approved, but these are big area spaces that you can bring your kiddos on Hovander park side you've got a little bit of a farm that you, get, you just got some chickens and some goats and stuff that the kids can see and then you have a big play area and grass and then oh my gosh you can just walk around it is flat it's for those that are our urban hikers among us uh it's very urban hiker grand tour approved where you know you're not going to be doing a lot of elevation you know chris you you've been there as well like this is this is not mountain goat territory this is just flat old hiking uh, or just just actually just moseying and just walking around a park. Um, on the other side of it, Tenet Lake, this is where you have this cool little tower that you can go up in and kind of view the area. But down below, you've got a fragrance garden where you see a lot of the fauna that we uh, that we talked about, flora rather, that we talked about that you enjoy. Um, and these are different uh, uh, indigenous species of plants. These are plants that have an olfactory or tactile um, experience for you where you can smell different, uh, for instances, different lavenders in uh, sages and all this other stuff um, for those that want to get out, but they don't want to do mountain goading. This is the spot for you. And of course, for kids, you just let them run around or explore. There also is a uh, actual playground, not thousand smiles a bowl. But um, yeah, that is that's that, that's what I'm going to throw out for Ferndale. And also with uh, Hovander Park, do keep in mind that they've got a great dog walk 
area, an off-leash area in case your dog needs to get out for a while. Uh, that's always a, a, a place where my beautiful wife take our spirited pup uh, along with. And also keep your eyes peeled for a bluegrass festival that will occur at Hovander Park uh, this summer. We didn't do a whole lot of research on that, but it seems like uh, that's going to be one of the events coming up in Ferndale around the Havana Park uh, time. Also, in, in in between Ferndale and the Lummi Nation, there is Star Park. And Star yes. Park is basically like what Chris was just saying about up in, in uh, Linden. The Million Smiles Park. Yeah, this is, again, one of those mega parkplexes where if you want a kid to go and experience a play zone. This is an outdoor play zone, folks. So that's also in that area as well. Uh, and that's a definite OMG park. And by OMG, I mean outdoors. My goodness, it's large. Uh, so yeah, the Star Park in Ferndale is nearby and, and something else to see. My weapon of choice, my secret weapon here in Whatcom County, We've, we've been on the mic for a little while, AJ. It's a nice warm day. I'm getting a little hungry. And where does my mind go whenever I get hungry? To food. And in Linden, as we're talking about uh, the Million Smiles Park and the Northwest Washington Fair, there is a restaurant in Linden that serves high-quality sushi. Ooh. Now, a traditionally Dutch town may not be necessarily known for its sushi. However... There is on Bender Road a place called Nami Sushi, N-A-M-I Sushi. Uh, helpful hint. Don't think that when you order a roll that you're going to get like three or four pieces. They arrive in a boat. My wife and I have a healthy sushi appetite. And so normally in other previous uh, instances, we would order three rolls of sushi to consume between us. We couldn't finish the three rolls that were delivered to us. They are extensive, fabulous, and I don't know what to come up with OMG off the top of my head, but it is definitely worth your time if you are a sushi fan. Go head up to Linden uh, and uh, check out Nami Sushi. And the best part about them is they have chopsticks and not forks because we need to stick a fork in this episode. Well, gingerly, that wraps up this edition of the Bellingham <laughs> Podcast. Thank you again so much for wasabiing, listening us, rating us, reviewing us wherever you like to get your podcast. Remember, if you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. They are soy sauce powered and streaming all over the web at KMRE.org. I can play that game too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ohio Gazimas. I'm AJ Barsay. I don't know what he said, but I'm Chris Powell. And thanks again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Oh, dude, I am going to Nami right after this recording. I'll be right behind you or I'll race you. (laughs) Come real way. You can actually see. They are crows back. (laughs) 